0: yeah those are actually bennett's
1: the, those are uh, bennett's the utter fucking disrespect
0: like how fucking dare you
1: how dare you and also how are you all welcome to the giant gods for Robot podcast i'm your host i'm your hangry host <laughs> desmond desi is dead and popeyes is dead to me robinson
2: <laughs> uh, today you can call him Commander Desi Hangry.
1: Like to give y'all context, because y'all probably got into the middle of this. I ordered some Popeyes before we record. We're recording this episode, and I was like, "Ooh, they got beignets! You know, let's let's go." In the fucking picture, it looked like a full size fucking beignet that you'll see if you're in New Orleans or if you're in. in fucking part of wherever hell you at you more likely have a person from New Orleans or France who makes a fucking b who of size of no,
0: note of
1: <laughs> I got a fucking beignet that's as big as my fucking thumb <laughs> fuck you Popeyes this is why we, we rep Pollo Uncom- El Campero for this bitch
0: I will rep Campero till the day I die I, I that's fine with me
1: I got a fucking empanada as big as my hand. Top that. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Well, even Taco Bell, when they had the caramel apple empanada, it was as big as my hand.
0: That shit was good.
1: They took that away. But either way, joining us on this episode, we have Christian Dei, my <laughs> mama Ventura.
0: What's
3: up?
1: Benita, the Invisible Benny. Love I'm still tired. So. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Now, That's I mean, my
2: default setting this week. i yeah. just always tired.
1: Yep. Yeah. So if you heard our previous episode, part two of "Who's Raking Disney Movies," it was a good one, and Benita was also tired on that one.
3: Yes.
1: Still, it, we, we're all tired. But Benita's like physically tired, like vocally endlessly, endlessly. So we're gonna try to try, try to speed run this episode. <laughs> But knowing our track record. Is, literally, as soon as Kaylee and Benito join the crew, we have not. It's like, yeah,
0: no, it's, it's, it, as soon as we got a, enough talkers, like, yeah, no.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> win this one for the long haul, sister. <laughs> but on this episode, we're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not Justice League, Snyder Cut. That will come later. That's going to be me and Christian on that episode. Uh, oh I'm not
2: on that one okay I thought
1: you you were like fuck that movie fuck the DCE I
2: said I would still do the episode I mean I'm not
1: (laughs) a Zack Snyder
2: fan so I'll be the one that's like will maybe give some like grudging appreciation for the stuff but I'll be like Snyder slow-mo hasn't been cool and like
0: (laughs) Snyder ain't gonna cut it for me
2: like stop it stop it with the slow-mo dude okay
1: okay So we're going to be reviewing it next week. (laughs) But I'm going to watch it right after we're done recording. And also, it's going to be twice by this point. Once, just to see how it is. And then this one is more to actually have it burned in my memory a little bit more. Pretty much anything to wash away Josh Whedon's version. The only good thing about Josh Whedon's version is the fucking poster. That is (laughs) it. That is fucking it. What? It was it was colorful. I liked that. And poster. even then,
0: we don't even have to attribute that to Whedon yeah. because yeah. that's not something he that's did. That's the
1: marketing department, you know. Exactly. If I was good at Photoshop, I would have taken Momoa's Aquaman suit and then put it in Justly poster, and then it would be perfect.
0: I think yeah that that would have been a that would have been a good swap.
1: But.
2: But, I mean, even looking at, like, Steppenwolf, I think Steppenwolf looks worse in the Snyder Cut. Like, I don't know what's going on with his weird armor. It, it like, makes... it looks like they... Like, they took, like, metal toothpicks and made armor <laughs> from it. <laughs> like, I d- Steppenwolf, like, in the comics, he was just, like, a roided-out Tony Stark-looking motherfucker, so, like, I don't know why... Like... I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking with this. Whatever. It's fine. I mean <laughs> things are going to be different I'd from comics this. to movies. I get it. But I guess we can wait for this discussion till next week. Anyway. I, say
1: two, I would say two named characters. The sad and Granny Goodness. That is all. See,
2: I'm, I always loved Granny so that's why I'm scared. <laughs> like I'm so nervous with this just because like doomsday, it's you know. Let me know. No, nope, not getting into this now. It's next week. We can do next week. It's fine. Whatever.
1: I am. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm actually and am, am hyped for. To, um, oh my god, her name just fucking escaped me. She did Selma. Ava Duvernay. Uh,
2: Ava Duvernay.
1: Yeah. And Tom King's New Gods. I am hyped for it.
2: Mm.
1: I'm like I'm tentatively like she has not done action. She is mainly like period pieces, dramas, and docudramas. Which are very important, so check out any of her fucking
2: Yeah, I think her strength is more um documentaries and yeah, docudramas. It's like what was that one, The Wrinkle in Time, I was not a fan of. Mm -hmm. Um so we have to wait and see. she's good. <laughs> uh, I hope for her. She gets better every time.
1: <laughs> and she is working with Tom King, um, who has easily almost got me back into DC Comics. His run on Batman has really been good. And now he's taking over Nightwing. So thank you, Tom King, for taking over. Because I don't know what the fuck is up with Jeff Johns, Dan Dio, and Jim Lee just totally dicking over. Dick Grayson. <laughs> He's like these last five years. Like what the in the actual fuck? Like literally before, Jeff Johns literally left. They wrote where he gets shot in the head by fucking uh KGBs, loses his memory, calls himself Rick Grayson, and then a group of rando fucking Bloodhaven citizens are night now Nightwing. Like, oh what like what fuck you now if this was tom king approach to it all right then tom king i'm no longer interested in you doing new gods but jeff johns and uh, like i've been hearing in, in the grapefines that jeff johns dan Didio and jim lee had, like really wanted to kill off like the classic psychic heroes who are now their own right superheroes so like they already got wally no wally's gone no, no, no. Okay. Aqualad so, like, is gone, my... and now here's Dick Grayson. No, I and, hate that. Look, <laughs> I don't like this idea. And here's here's the thing, though.
0: Guys, I'm cold and I'm scared.
1: You don't hear anything about Donna, <laughs> you don't hear anything about Donna Troy no more, do you? Nah. You don't hear nothing about Connor Kent, Superboy. Nah. These motherfuckers. So
2: yeah. I mean, like your heroes are honestly like they're only like. I don't wanna say they're only as good as their sidekicks, but I feel like they're only as good as like their sidekicks and the side characters they have because like Batman by himself I love like I love Batman, I love the comics and stuff, but like his side characters, his like team, the villains, all of them, so much more better than he is as a character. <laughs> like <laughs> it's oh, okay. No. Okay. Sorry, just nope. I don't like this idea. So, goodbye. I'm done. <laughs> so.
0: That was Benita.
2: <laughs> I'm done. This yeah, has been Benita. No. <laughs> this is me. Goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. Still have to talk about your oh, Soldier.
0: Yeah, still have to talk about what we're here to mainly talk about.
2: Yeah, yeah what we're <laughs>
1: actually here to talk about.
2: I'm back. You brought me back. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So. So here we're going to talk about I absolutely love Falcon and Warner Soldier, and I'm going to give my—it's a tentative review, not the full review—of the murder of Eridanos for Outer Worlds. Um I, Obsidian has Obsidian wait. You has, want
0: to do the? You want to do the two together?
1: What? I still
2: need to download yeah. that. I Got you.
1: It, I did it before. I, I, did it with super, I did it with Superman when he was doing uh, Wanda True. True. So, and, it, and plus, it's still on my mind because, like, it hit the, the. I haven't finished it, and I will finish it. But I hit a curve on Arrow Daniels, and I'm like, holy shit! It's literally like a fucking murder mystery, and it's like these unexpected twists and turns. So, but <laughs> speaking of twists and turns, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which premiered mm. March 19th, 2021, literally the day after the Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, it's literally a good week for nerds. Um,
0: it is a very good week for nerds.
1: If you yeah. if you love RPGs and you love um Obsidian Fallout New Vegas the Outer Worlds you love you will definitely love Murder of Aradanos. If you if you was hardcore, polling, or out there stomping the yard for your Snyder cut, you got you was validated. It's here. And if you've been very patiently for any Marvel content, you got it Twofold: WandaVision and now Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Definitely got <laughs> oh.
3: and
1: in the, Oh, yeah. And this month of March keeps on going because we got Invincible in the middle of next week and King Kong vs. Godzilla. It's a lot of good content. Oh. It's a lot of good content. And the Mortal Kombat in April. There's just... There's so much. So it's...
3: It's too much.
2: <laughs> it's too much. But. Make me feel things. It's too much.
1: <laughs> but it's a good too much. And then Loki, May 19th. Oh, God. It's, a little, oh, a little... it's too much.
3: It's <laughs> said too much, I tell you.
1: And, and, it's, and it's also hardening for me because Mass Effect comes out the week of Loki.
3: Oh. So.
1: I will agree. It's too much. Too much. <laughs> but um, right off the bat, one of my favorite things about Falcon and the Soldier*. right off the bat, they got Henry Jackman back to do the score. He's been working on Captain America since the first Avenger. I have to say, this is the longest you have a composer working on one single singular property within the MCU alone.
0: Damn. Because
1: they know they if you notice sometimes they be able to hold on to the composer, sometimes they don't. And if you right. remember the early days of the MCU, they had the fight with a like, Pro Paramount to actually hold on to a producer. I mean to a right. composer. And hence why early part of the MCU didn't have any recognizable scoring. Until right. I want to say Thor the Dark World. Like, I'm not gonna hum it. I, we all know I'm a totally bad sinker, but it's, yes, yeah. *Thor: The Dark World*. It's it's not it's not good, but it's not great.
3: <laughs> good, not great.
1: But the yeah. score was fire, though. I'll, I'll give him that. The score was fire. Okay. But then when you get to *Ragnarok*, then it's like,
2: dude, give me that synth, like, mm,
1: like deep. Give me that beat. And here's the thing, though: you got Mark, Mark Mothersborough as the composer for *Thor: The Dark World*. Debo in the
3: house.
1: <laughs> nice. Henry Jackman though. Um, also a little backstory. He is the composer for the Uncharted games.
0: Oh wow! So, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping we, um, like Sony, like we know you made the Uncharted movie. We hope you're smart and brought him back to score his own score.
0: His own stuffs.
1: Like, come on. Like, at least Marvel was like, we like you so much. You want to score the TV show? <laughs> and he was like, fuck yeah, this is Marvel money. Like, this, like, even even the quieter choir, choir moments throughout this episode, I mean, this uh, opening uh, show, it it fits. Like, it, it feels like you're watching the Captain America movie, a, TV, a Captain America TV show, but it's, it's about literally the title of the show. And mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier. Right, which I I like, and we and I did see some complaints of we spending. They give us all this action bits like sporadically through the episode. Why we have to spend these quieter moments with Bucky and um, Sam?
0: What do you mean? Why do we have to spend these quieter moments?
2: I mean, like their lives aren't all action
1: all the yeah.
0: Like wait, what the fuck? Like (laughs) that just sounds like complaining.
1: I know. I'm like finally getting content. And this is what you want to complain about? Like, we, like, even in.
2: I just. I loved that they opened with him, like, working with the government and, like, going above and beyond to complete the mission and make sure, like, he doesn't cross any international boundaries. Yeah. It's a big no-no uh, in, in the military. Um, and, and then he can't even get a fucking home loan. I know. Like,
0: like they, they, they made that shit real and they made that shit hurt.
1: Yep. And, oh. I, and I like that his sister brought up, like, and he's like, and the guy was like, no, 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 it's not about being racist. Was, like, was like, is it, the-? Isn't I was, it I was though? Like,
0: I was
3: like, <laughs> that
1: whole scene, you. I was
0: like, fuck oh. you, dude. That whole I just, scene, I was like, fuck you, man.
2: Oh, the, oh, God, just everything. Like, it was so good. But I think I just I love I love this as like the intro episode because it's like again we're like getting deeper into like the after effects of the blip and that it's not the happily ever after we all like
0: although I although I did hate the guy he did bring up a, a question that I have legitimately been wondering which had been like how did they make money.
1: And then Sam right? did and then didn't Sam did go then Sam did break it down in that in that scene. Well it's like it depends on who they're dealing with and it's like how generous they are. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Was, like, was Stark s did, did some of it, but it was like it was like the generosity of people who would give them I kept
2: thinking of like um To Kill a Mockingbird and Atticus Finch where like sometimes yeah he gets paid and then sometimes they're just like, Oh, here's like a bag of corn Here's like 12 dozen eggs. Thanks. Helping represent me in court. And it's like, can you imagine just being paid in like 12 dozen eggs?
1: Or like <laughs> you
2: save this guy and he's like, I have $40 in my wallet. Uh, yeah. it,
1: it, here's, is that okay? That is the definition of heroes for hire. That's literally. If you, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you know Luke Cage in Iron Fist, that is the definition of heroes for hire. But except for Luke Cage started wising up. He was like, wait a minute he literally looked right, there's an issue of this i have to find it uh and give y'all the issue number Luke Cage realizes like wait a minute you rich and i'm asking people for money you can just pay me for doing this
2: <laughs> i'm just wondering like fucking tony had avengers tower he had a whole fucking tower and you're telling me he didn't just have some nice little apartments there little room for his friends to oh. stay in
1: like, like- Danny Rand, like this is the green. Bro, this is the Iron Fist that I wanted, and we didn't get that in the fucking Netflix series. Like Iron Fist, paid for like he paid for his teammates' apartments. He paid for anything that they needed. He expensed that shit. When you get to Iron Man, though, it's like. Okay, you gave us, like, but this is the comic version, movie version. I'm just it, saying,
2: you described yourself as a billionaire playboy philanthropist. So there's, like, two big words in there. That's billionaire and philanthropist.
1: <laughs> but I That means
2: you like to help people, and you have a lot of money, but you're not helping your co-workers, your I, friends, your quote-unquote friends.
1: I would say, to combat that, there was the Avengers Compound to live at. With amenities, technically where Wanda was living at, and she had food, and she probably had an expense account because she, she was like that scene in uh, Civil War. I'm gonna go go to the grocery store right quick, so which meant they probably had money to to expense. But when you when your benefactor is now dead, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no money, and Pepper is probably not fucking. And and then it goes back. Damn, action comes back to Pepper, like. Damn Pepper, you you ain't gonna help out these Avengers who helped your husband.
0: Damn, no no Avengers fund, no Avengers Penny, initiative plan.
2: Penny, <laughs> Penny Pinch and Pepper, oh, she is.
0: It's like damn Pepper uh, Pepper took all the I said Pepper
2: Pepper took all the money
0: <laughs> Pepper took all the money and was like I'm gonna start goop.
1: <laughs> um, I and also right quick. Did, did his sister Sam's sister said she was blipped as well, or no? No,
0: no she wasn't blipped. No. She was alive and taking care of her two kids and stuff. Okay, so it was the one okay. and keeping the business afloat.
1: Okay, so it was just you could tell Sam was like, I could not help it. I was like everyone. Else. I okay, let's clarify it because I was like probably because I wasn't paying attention, but I remember Sam was coming like, <laughs> I can't help the fact that I was also snapped, like blipped away as well. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that was the that was like a point of contention for sure.
2: Yeah, but I also like that because it's sort of like, um, it's very understandable and very relatable because you know if you'd blipped out of existence for five years and you come back, shit's changed. The world is different. You don't even like, you don't even know what's going on. You want that that familiarity. So like, this was his home and this was his you know his family's livelihood for so many years so obviously he's very attached to it and he sort of just cling to the normalcy that he he remembers and she's like this is a rest bucket like we have to let it go or else we're not going to survive and he's just like no but my memories let me hold
1: on to them yeah like, and I, I think and we're, we're seeing here would just sam specifically He's still on that mental mindset of five years ago. He's like he's still trying to reacclimate himself to what's going on, like we're seeing yeah. it here, and like and I, and I and I like the fact that we got it, the difference differences on between one division and then here, these people in one division you just got to assume like they just dealing with it and it's like Maria, they just working through the motions. She's like I can deal with it when I deal with it. Let's deal with the now. While Sam. He has those this times to be more reflective, to be more open about it. But then when you go to the flip side of it with Bucky, he's like, "Nah, I'm I'm glad not to talk about it. I'm 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 already focusing on trying to trying to say sorry to and that reveal when you realize, it's oh it's shit,
0: yeah, no, well, as like- soon." When did you realize that that he that the the guy in the opening that he killed?
1: As soon as you see the old man. <laughs> as soon as I, saw, I was like,
0: yeah. As soon as I saw the old man, I was like, fuck.
1: And when he, yeah. when he talked about and when we got the introduction, he was talking about the the um, the woman who was also a soldier who's now his therapist was like, you, "You're keeping up with your ledger." And he was like, "Yeah." And then you see the ledger, and I was like, "I already put two and two together right there." And then I was like. Oh, no. So we're going to get that episode where he has to tell him. And it's it's going to go either way.
2: It's going to be so heartbreaking. And I just, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, I love Marvel. But I'm just like, look, we already had to deal with pain from WandaVision. And now you're just like, oh, here's some more pain for you. Take a mother down. (laughs) You want a little PTSD? Have a little casual racism? Huh? Yeah. How about? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here you go. Y'all Here
0: y'all good go. with that? Y'all good with
2: that? <laughs> I'm like, stop. Stop it. Stop making me feel things.
1: Oh. And then, uh, <laughs> I actually like the fact that we're getting this flip side of Bucky. Like, Bucky was cool with the women when you see him in um, First Avenger. Now, he's. Like, he, he even says I I, I, I can't. I, I don't know what to do. Anymore.
0: I legitimately did appreciate how awkward he was, though. Because I was yes. like, yeah, like, that like... like
2: I mean, was... the last time he went on a date was in the 1940s. I was like, like damn. Was literally, the scene we saw opening Captain America. That was his last date.
0: I was like, why you got to call him out like that immediately? He walks in. Wow, what an old-fashioned thing to do. I was like, what the fuck?
2: Oh. I was <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh,
0: immediately God. call this man out, <laughs>
2: he's one hundred percent as awkward as he is, and it's oh uh, it's it's so great, but it's oh it's just so heartbreaking it's great. yeah, it's, it's awful, in equal measure cause like i don't i just he's and this is again why I'm still so pissed about the ending they gave to fucking Captain America in endgame because I'm like there is no way Cap would have done this to Bucky like no way (laughs) you can't like make Bucky a focal point for all three of like Captain America's movies and then like that that it just uh, okay
0: (laughs) real frustration right there ladies just, and gentlemen
2: uh, I can't even talk because I'm just still mad um, but like Bucky is now in Cap's place like when he woke up at the end of uh, Captain America's First adventure. like yeah. he's alone and adrift because you know Cap was Cap was all he had that was his only family but that he had left that the only person who could truly understand like the shit he went through. And so now like Sam's trying, but I mean, they still, they're not not really friends. They're like, they're just like, okay, we teamed up once. Cool. Twice.
0: (laughs) It's like, we both know. It's like, Oh, so, uh, did you, did you know, uh, Steve? It's like, yeah, I used to be his friend back then. It's like, oh, cool! I'm his friend now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. But I, I like <laughs> the- <laughs> that's what I feel like it, it must have been like, just because there's no development.
1: I like the callbacks though from the Winter Soldier in this though, because now Bucky and now Sam are both men out of time. Well, Sam, I mean, Bucky's always been a man out of time, but now Sam knows how it feels. Yeah. But. Oh, I also so,
2: like that Bucky has a flip phone. I'm like, that's still very, like, Russian-y, espionage Hydra yeah. shit there to just have a flip phone it instead
1: looks, of a smartphone. But it like, it's like, the thing
0: he's comfortable with, weirdly. It looks
1: like he has the Razor flip-flop, though, because it's like the, the flat one, though. Not the old-school, like, Russian espionage one. It looks like he has a modern... Flow. so i'm like all right all right, right. Mm-hmm. i see that i see the little upgrade it's not a full upgrade but it's an upgrade. but
0: i see you i see you. i mean maybe he'll, I see
1: he'll, see he'll me.
2: step up to that samsung flip one <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called
1: <laughs> or the motorola um but also like all the things that um sam was talking about to cap like sleeping on the floor not on your bed like everything that he. because I, I went back and watched Wonder soldier before i saw fucking Wonder soldier and i was like everything yeah. that sam was talking about with cap bucky's doing that so like i feel like i think episode breaks. two and i think episode two is probably gonna like meet back meet back up because i'm like yeah because in a way they both meet one another. Mm-hmm. and
2: i mean at this point in time i feel like um oh god what was her name from brooklyn Nine Nine where she had the puppy she was like i've only known this puppy for twenty minutes. It's Stephanie Beatrice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like that with Torres. I'm like, I only know Torres for twenty minutes. But if anything happens to Torres, I'm going to kill everyone in this room and then myself. Yeah. <laughs> protect Protect this little sweet sweet army dude. Just Air Force? I, army? Air Force? Uh, I don't even know what branch he's in, but
0: say like, protect this person.
2: Yeah. Protect Torres.
0: I don't know, man, like protect Torres. Uh, up until up until the scene when when he actually went to like that, that gathering, um, for like the red flag thing.
3: Oh,
1: um, uh, oh, the oh, oh, Sam's friend.
0: Yeah, like oh wait, are we talking about the same person? Or am I Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah like a up little, until that he was, scene. like
2: having his little fanboy moment with Sam in the, at the table.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like the yeah. up until that moment, I was like, this guy sounds to me exactly like a fucking spy
1: i was like i was like don't you say that
0: no because i was i was thinking about it just because i was like oh like okay whatever like this this is cool but i'm just thinking about it maybe i'm being cynical you know what (sighs) do i want to use my one for this moment right now go
1: ahead um
0: no i'm not going to use the one yet but point (laughs) point is narratively i can totally see this this guy being like the character that everybody loves that ends up becoming like a double agent. And then at the beginning you're like, yeah, he was always asking questions. Like he's like, so where are you going now? What are you doing there? And he's like using his phone. And like, even though he's like taking photos of everything, I was like, my first thing was he's taking photos of the tech that Sam is like working on right now to steal it and then become a potential villain later.
1: My,
2: into the my, universe. Don't put that into the universe. Yep, here's the that's, I,
0: that's purely my theory, and I have nothing to base it off of, but for some reason, that's <laughs> all I was thinking of up until the scene where where like he got his face kicked in, and I was like, okay, maybe not. Maybe here's, not. Here's but, the
1: thing, though. People are equating this to the weapon. And even I. Now, I equate this dude to and you get to delete the weapon too. They did you see this rando cop? This um this new this new rookie hanging out with Riggs and Myrtal doing the exact same thing this Torres is doing. And then they get to the bad guys, they are chasing him down through Los Angeles and he he gets pumped through full of lead which fuels both Riggs and Myrtal to take down these bad guys.
0: See, that's going to be the other thing too. I'm like I don't want him to be fridged.
1: He's gonna be Fridge. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna be Fridge, and then it's gonna be Sam, and be like Sam is gonna want for revenge, and then Bucky's like, all right, I'm with you. No, but you don't want, but you don't want to. Gotta have to be prepared to actually go through it. And then also, I just remember, Sam never really encountered Baron Zemo before. It was technically Cap, and only Bucky has. So, so it'll be very interesting really? to see him going against Zemo for once, and see like how Sam is gonna is he gonna be like Cap. Showing like being diplomatic, or he's gonna be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna right, him right.
0: up." So we're 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 kind of jumping all over the place right now. But do we want to take it from the beginning and move through?
1: All right, this r- 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 back.
0: Like let's let's go ahead and take this from like because there are a lot of great moments to pick apart here. This is already longer than Wandavision, and I feel like there are some good things in a lot of scenes that we probably all want to talk about. But should we do it chronologically so the way we did for, Wandavision? Like,
2: it's forty-four minutes long. Yes,
1: forty-nine minutes.
0: <laughs> it was my thing. Said fifty.
1: I calculated it. took the credit. I took out the credits. Okay. Forty-nine minutes.
0: Oh, well, the credits were a lot longer than that, but yes, yeah. I get what you
1: mean. Because um, it's technically the overall me- runtime is 57 minutes, so which means 17 minutes had to be the fucking eight credits. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I will give them this to the the see, the start it off, to see John C. Pierre come back to make Partrak the Leaper. Fucking yeah. awesome. And then I had a caveat he has is done. That, oh, his- French McIlmore? Say that I wouldn't tell him that in his <laughs> face, though. I wouldn't say it in his face. He has- yes,
0: cause, like I will ever meet him in person.
1: We, we never know. We never know. <laughs> so, like I said, be careful. Well, we, we have to now moving we'll forward. I have to be careful what I say. And for- that
2: opening fight was
1: really good, though.
2: Yeah. That so opening
0: fight. Oh my god, was like and I'm just. Like, this is how I'm, you do aerial combat. Like
2: Sam. This is. Great and I'm like, and remember, Sam's
1: not a super soldier. Yeah. Like, but he could tell but you can tell he's uh, learned, he learned to fight more though.
0: Tell me tell me this though. Tell me this. Desi, how much did you appreciate that one moment where it's just like they're in the helicopter and he's just like, What's up?
1: Oh, that was fucking awesome. That was fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, I was like, I, I do, was cheering with that one.
2: I do want to know, um what what happened to the plane? Oh, like, it is must it still have just like flying. Is it still no. just flying on autopilot, or was Sam like, "Oh, hey, you guys might want to go stop that plane"? Uh, like that. we've got the, people in the air. Like, there's everybody's th- dead on it. I was. I'm hoping.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping the boots on the ground that were watching his every move would have realized that and here, called it in, here, and thing. either had that thing shot down or whatever.
1: Here's the thing, though. <laughs> you have to just turn your brain off on it, on things, and that was what I turned my brain off.
0: No, 100%. Like, this is one of those things where it's just, like, yes, there are plot holes. That is something that I can just turn my brain off on.
1: Yeah, like, and also, I was it's
2: just, what? it's the fun little bits like that where you're just, like, oh, it's something to laugh about. But, like, I don't care. But it's just funny to me. Oh, 100%. So it's, polite. like, what
0: happened? Like, how gruesome of a death do you really think it was for those guys that, like, he slammed into the side of the mountain and they Dude, fell the right? rest of the way down?
2: The casual murder rate of Sam in that, like, open Yeah, like, he straight up murders. They,
1: I'm like, they were enemies. Holy shit, dude. They were, they were enemies. No, no,
0: I'm not it's saying just, he shouldn't. I mean, it's a military operation, whatever. Like, people are going to die, but it's like, fuck, like, that is a lot of death for, like, an opening scene of a superhero movie, you got to admit.
2: It's just, it's great because, like, Marvel sort of towed the line of, a bit with, like,. The whole like murder, death, kill thing like the big ones were like, oh, it's just here's aliens. These Chitauri are faceless, formless aliens. nobody yeah, really cares. Like here. they did,
0: like, they did the faceless army thing a lot, and this is the first time in a while that it's not faceless army. And I'm just like, oh, okay, the stakes are here.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I want to say it was reminding me of like the Guardians of the Galaxy when like the Nova Corps guys like all sacrifice themselves to try and stop.
0: Yeah, I was like, "Damn, that's sad," but like, "Damn,"
2: I was. I, I <laughs> was also <laughs> like, "You're still mostly faceless."
0: Yeah,
1: but I was also thinking, technically, Sam and Bucky are the ones who actually killed people. If you go yeah. back, Cap never really killed anyone.
0: No, you're right. That's that's exactly why I bring it up because it's like you're right. I mean, Most I still of the other heroes that like one don't guy, have... He
2: mm-hmm. he kicked off the ship, and um, Winter Soldier definitely. Oh definitely oh, died
1: f- oh fuck yeah i mean he he, <laughs> he nearly got kicked hit with the shield hitting the wall kicked again out in the water
2: Motherf- motherfucker like, got paralyzed you, before you- he drowned in that ocean
0: <laughs> there <laughs> are so many times that like not only when they quote unquote uh, like you know um non-lethally took people out where they should have died have you guys have you guys seen yeah. um uh marvel made rated r by corridor digital
1: you keep bringing them up oh, yes yes because they make good shit. <laughs> they
2: do. I, I do love their videos where they break down like the action
0: scenes. Yeah, and they like get,
2: they like, Gita they Silva made... on there, and, and they like,
1: and they Dude. have and yeah. they have MCU stuntmen who still works for the MCU. It's like you tell Marvels like this. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, that's 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 who Gita Silva is.
1: Yeah, like it, it's really it's really it's cool.
0: That's yeah no. So it's like I I bring it up just because it's like yeah the it's. It's poignant in that in that regard where it's just like most of the shit that they do should be killing people.
1: Like, like I mean, yeah.
0: it's not like they should be killing people. I just mean like the actions that they use to quote unquote non lethally take people down. It's like no, that person would be dead. Yeah.
2: It's like it's like in um the Dishonored game series where you have like the non lethal takedowns and it's like I'm pretty sure that person's still dead. Yeah. Um. Or Batman, his non lethal take. You're like, hmm.
1: Um, that that dude's paralyzed. Batman, ripped I and
2: think paralyzed. that dude's that dude. He's he's not. He's not gonna walk no more, Batman. A body cast for the rest of his freaking life.
3: <laughs>
2: he has no more teeth. Good job, good job, Batman. <laughs> it's like it,
0: it. I I think this was a sketch on SNL or something where it's just like like man, we hate Batman and, and uh, it's Bruce Wayne like at some you know, fancy dinner, dinner party. He's like, well, why do you hate him? It's like, well, you know, my, my brother was like, he was, he was like stealing cars or whatever, but like Batman came in and broke his jaw and now he can't eat anymore. Like,
1: um, there is an issue of Batman. I have to find I'll read. everything. We, we, we're joking about Batman doing this shit, but there was an issue where Batman fucked this dude up. But then when he's in the hospital, it's was like, Oh, uh, Mr. Wayne has, um, taken over, um, taken care of your uh, medical fees. He's like, yeah, but
3: still, like, like I like, mean, he also
1: has you, um, he has you set up for a, in a group home and he's like, what? And he's like, oh, you also fast tracked, um, for our employment at Wayne Enterprises. And the guy's like, what is going on? Like Batman is like, it's literally Wayne is telling you, I'm giving you all this. <laughs> you fuck Yeah. Up. It's like. if you you didn't know who batman was already now you fucking know yeah like like these glaring omissions like all these criminals like underling. it's mainly underlings that batman is like setting up like it's pretty much telling them like i'm giving you all batman's like it's basically batman's telling like i'm giving you all this
0: (laughs) batman personally jumps in every single employee like a gang member but
1: it'd be like you fuck (laughs) up I will fuck you up. Like, to the point where Benita's talking about. Alright, you, you are no longer eating for the rest of your life. <laughs> I gave you a home, food, medical, and, uh, uh, and a, an employment. And you want to oh, go but- back working for the Joker? Alright, I'm going to just fuck you up. But That's ridiculous. But
2: back- Really excited and looking forward to the rest of... Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know I was, like, a little leery on it because the trailers um, were not great for me because they seemed to just focus more on, like, the action action and the buddy cop aesthetic they were trying to go for. But I'm like, they're kind of really showing, like, um, I don't, like, I don't want to say, like, how it would be as a uh, a superhero but like sort of the truth about just sort of systemic issues and how you know superheroes yeah they may save the day like stopping a uh, entire uh country from falling into the earth to destroy the earth but like they can't really stop systemic racism or or <laughs> shit like that
1: you know <laughs> And we're laughing about it, but it's it's really cool to see that though this in this movie, in yeah, this show, in the show. But I also like the fact that, and and also this was more more me like being pissed off at the end of it. Like Sam is more sad about it, but I'm more like, I'm no, I'm not gonna use my one because I already used it earlier. But <laughs> I'm like, you did this to yourself. You so much was self in doubt, self doubt that you did not want to pick up the mantle of Captain America, even roadie was like why why you didn't do it this is like a symbol that we need he's like and he's basically telling like it isn't without saying it he said we don't need another white captain america because we already had one like he's he like steve gave you the shield for a reason he didn't give it to bucky he yeah. gave it to you for a reason you just gave it away and it shows the government don't yeah, back fuck to them. like
2: those yeah government definitely don't care but it's again like the parallels because even cap he hated captain america like he hated the symbol the government was turning him into and when he broke away from that was when he like officially became sort of captain america i guess when he finally like pulled up the the mantle was when he was like yeah i'm not gonna listen to what the government does i'm gonna go save these guys over here now instead of like being their puppet and putting on on show, so he sort of had to still come into his own, and so I'm very excited to see what Sam does to, to come into his own, and uh, I'm just looking forward to him taking that shield out of that dude's hands, because he's like, listen here, fucking Wish America, like, fucking, sh- I, he looks like you ordered Captain America off Wish, it's um. just... Like, discount Captain America. Discount Cap, I don't... Like, even saying U.S. agent is just very stupid. Like, I, It's a dumb name. I hate that name. Um, but, oh, I just can't wait to see him take that shield back and be like, Yeah, motherfucker, I am Captain America now. Thanks. Goodbye.
1: Yeah. Um, Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's oldest son, is um, the new Captain America for the show. And people are giving him all the hate <laughs> on
2: Twitter. I'm just saying they did a very, they did not do a good job with the mask. It's like everything he, else is fine. It's the mask that.
1: It, I don't think it's the mask. He, mm. he, he has his dad. He, if you look at Kurt Russell, he has a weird head shape. It's very boxy. And the son definitely picked up the traits of his, of his, um, of his daddy. Um Kurt Russell was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He was Ego the planet. he was Ego the Living Planet. Or well, in this case, he's a version of Ego in Guardians 2. So all in the family in terms of the N- MCU But um Yeah, he, he has his dad's head. So it, he has he does have a wear head shape. So when I saw the helmet, I was like, he mm, could've conformed that to his head? Like at least it's, it took it but Yeah. It took well. It did take the fucking MCU what like three movies to finally find the right type of fucking mask for Chris Evans.
2: I mean, the Avengers was a misstep for we, sure. We, we, that was
1: uh, we, uh, we uh, that was your one. We we agreed during one division we wouldn't bring up Wiggins of weeden's um that Avengers costume. You used your one. What I, would, I I would definitely pull the episode back up. We did agree we would not talk about Mm. that travesty of a Captain America. We did agree. I remember. Okay, I don't remember, but okay, that that is my beauty. That's fine. Remembering shit that I don't want to remember, and that costume. And that costume is what I don't. It's
2: it's fine. It's it's trauma. It's fine. It's fine.
1: PTSD! <laughs> like, you could've got Ruth Lee Carter. Oscar winner. Hollywood Walk of Fame Ruth Lee Carter. But, also, congratulations to Ruth. I, mean, I don't know who she is. She designed T'Challa's new uniform and the amazing costume for Black Panther. Like, everyone was regal. Like, this was, like, the one time I actually wanted to be, like, one of, like, a in the town of Wakanda, so I got, like, cool threads. I'm like, can I take this home? This is the only African-looking thing I want to have. Let's go. Oh. Christian? (laughs) You went silent.
0: Have I'm sorry, have I been silent this whole time?
1: Yeah, you've been silent this whole time.
0: I've been talking this whole time. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry about that. <laughs>
1: Once again, we are... I've high literally high
0: been talking this entire time. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: He muted himself, people.
0: I, 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 it was, was uh, in response to the uh, surprise ice cream truck that was coming by, and I thought I had unmuted.
1: Huh. Well... That
2: Tuesday happened. It's okay. We know you were really actually running out there to get some ice cream. Uh No,
0: I legitimately have been responding to every single thing that's been said. And I was like, wow, like, all right. I was starting to get to the moment where I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Like,
1: We we (laughs) did not hear you. We did
0: not hear you. Wow. Okay. Okay, Um, Well, um, well, moving on. I was was agreeing with a lot. I was, wow. Okay. Okay,
1: so you agree on... Congratulations to Ruth Lee Carter for getting the Hollywood Walk of fame
0: yes no i I agreed with that, and I was even saying like i'm sure that uh I literally, the last thing I said was I'm sure that um orders for the kind of clothing that were like showcased in in uh the movie went through the roof immediately afterwards
1: like the only time I actually won uh a, a dashiki.
0: right. <laughs> I I, I, I knew a lot of people that were talking about that stuff, like after the movie, and I was just like, "I swear to God, like, is it just because of the movie that, like, all of a sudden now?"
1: Yeah, I don't. Don't worry. When you see other black people walking down the street, I'm like, "All of a sudden," I, I say under my breath, "All of a sudden."
0: I was like, don't get me wrong, like, okay, cool, like, you're, you're bringing, like, uh, like, not awareness, but you're bringing, like, more attention to like, like um, to textiles and clothing of, like, that that um, region, and it's amazing, and they're beautiful. I'm just saying it's, like, it's really because of Marvel and not because of any other cultural significance, like, that's the crappy thing of it half I'll, the time.
1: I'll say, as yes, close as yeah. we got to that, um, there's an uh, African, uh, uh black American, but um, he identifies as African American. Um, Joshua Mays. he is an Afro-futuristic, afro ah, but Afrofuturism artist. His work is like I will I will send y'all the um his IG. Page. I love his fucking work. It's like it's really like one of the like one of the like, holy fuck. And the color palette, the lines, patterns, like everything he does is so fucking great, and it, it relates back to um like why I connected to Ruthless Carter, how she expertly combines Afrofuturism to, into a superhero world. But then it also, and, like, and I'm, y'all probably think, how does this equate to fucking and Soldier? The art that is used throughout Captain America's movies, either if it's propaganda or espionage, is added into this show as well. So it's in there, and it's inlaid in there, especially at the propaganda used in Torres's phone. And he's looking for the flag smashers, and how they using propaganda, and how they use in their own way to get away with crimes. Hence that scene where Torres got his ass beat by a dude with superpowers, and it's like, how did this motherfucker gets get powers? Like, right? Oh, I'm yeah. very excited. Like. Just, you signed that brought that back? You signed that I brought that back?
2: hate <laughs> having to wait a week. Like, I'm just glad there's no please stand by, because my heart couldn't take another please stand by. <laughs> if, if I ever see that again, it's going to be too soon. Right. <laughs> <You're gonna start laughs> like, no, Marvel, sun, you cursed me. I'm going to fight you
1: on the First side
3: street. Please stand by this. Like,
1: what? Throat punch. <laughs> <laughs> falcon um, punch. There you go, falcon punch. Um, I like the fact that we see um, Sam interacting with actual kids in this fucking universe besides Tony's daughter. Um, like actual kids like looking up to their uncle being superheroes. And th- and that true thing when they're just like, like, no video games. And it's like, yeah, uh-huh. I was,
0: I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, they're going to be waiting for it, right? Like, no fucking reason. No. And they
1: actually sat there with me like, all right, three, two, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, I was like, that is true in any, like, I don't care if it's a black, it's any yeah. asshole. I was like, that
0: is real as fuck right there.
1: Yep. <laughs> I was like, hey. I was like, thank you for sitting on them for that long so you can get the joke. I was like, I like that. I was like those little mo. I like those little fucking moments where we can get like. So far, the two young boys and WandaVision and these two kids. I, I very much. They're probably not going to be in the whole entire series.
0: It's because Disney yes. knows
1: knows kids. <laughs> but I do. Want, yeah. I, I do expect to see the reaction if we do get Sam as Captain.
2: It was one of the things I always loved about like Miyazaki films because Miyazaki always like got like kids. You know, like he's very true to to kids, and just even like the smallest little mannerisms to make it more real. Like for you, is just what I what I love so much. So just taking the time to add those those little bits to flush everything out.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just always good. Like it's the small details. It's the details that make everything fantastic. And I just
1: oh, and, and um. That wig. Like, come on. You don't have to put the wig back on. <laughs> just stop.
0: I was like a little weirded out right when when that stuff first started getting introduced, because I'm like, wait a minute, is he is he the winter soldier again?
1: But it was a flashback. And
0: I was like, oh wait, no, no, no. Okay, I just I'm just an idiot. they
1: were just approaching, <laughs> their way of approaching the flashback. And in a way I do kind of miss that that winter soldier, because it was like it yes, he was brutal. And it was like like very like fucking menacing. And I, and I was like, Sebastian Stan plays a villain, a, a great villain. He really does. Like, holy shit. Like he that intensity that he played from like Winter Soldier, he brought that back for here. But then it goes back to him. Like, this is that was that's his nightmare. So it's like, oh like, pretty much anyone he ever killed, that's his nightmare. Like, yeah, uh, Shuri. And the scientists of Wakanda helped him um, get the coding out of his head, but still got to live with the the fact that he killed all these people.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I'm a little worried, though, because in the end credits, they had the words there. And I was like, don't, 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 don't you bring that back. Don't you bring those words back.
1: No, 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 no. I remember in the first trailer, and they stopped showing that first trailer, they show Zemo doing the um, the phrase, and Sam pulled. And Sam, Bucky pulled the gun, and he's like, "That don't work no more." Click, click. <laughs> he's. I was like, "Did you just show a fucking scene that's gonna happen?" <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden, after that, then it started showing. Like, you literally if you try to find the first trailer for it, you don't, you cannot find it. <laughs> I remember that specifically. I, I was like, "See that?" So thanks for that spoiler. But here's the thing, though. We know <laughs> Marvel gives us fucking fake-outs. It's true. So even though that was something i seen in, what, when they was doing, like, their Disney shareholders thing in December, like, they show that quick thing, like, even um, WandaVision. We saw Vision versus Wanda in Vision's full regard, Regalia. But he's like, oh shit, Wanda and Vision going to fight? But then it was like, no! It's White Vision versus fucking Wanda. And then <laughs> it was White Vision versus um Vision. The Vision. So I was like, oh, Marvel Fake Out. Okay. Alright, I, I see you. I see you. And if y'all don't know what a Marvel Fake Out is, Infinity War Trailer 2. You think he ha- he does not have the Infinity Stones. Then you go to the movie, he has them all when he's fighting Cap. <laughs> Marvel fake out.
2: Um. But I, Ragnarok trailer where Thor had both eyes.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then after the movie In the was
2: movie, out, he only had the one eye.
1: And then after the movie was out for a month, they made put the trailer out with him with one eye. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, thing, I mean,
2: I wouldn't I, call those fake outs, more so just, you know making sure they don't spoil everything.
0: It's, uh, it's it's like keeping people interested in watching the the rest of the content, which is like, wow, yeah. a weird concept. Yep.
1: Um,
2: I just, I really hope with both these shows, so Wand Vision obviously loved that shit, and with what I've seen so far with Falcon and the Wonder Soldier, I just love that they're kind of pushing the boundaries where they're like, okay, this worked for, you know, our first three phases <laughs> of Marvel movies. But now let's try a different route. Let's see what happens if we go outside that box we we set up and do something new and, and different. I really hope they keep up with that. It's phase four.
1: And we got five more episodes to go. Oh, Falcon and Soldier. Only, this Wait, is, only five? There's only six episodes. There's only six episodes. God damn it! So we got we have five left.
0: <laughs> you're like, why what they gotta it? do me like this?
1: Why? <laughs> but the, but here's the thing though, they're going to be an hour long each episode. So, Whatever, it's still just six.
2: Damn it! I'm fine. I'm okay.
0: Sorry. <laughs> are uh, you are you really? Are you are you? No.
1: Yeah, sure? no, I know you're not. Um, but they did say that *Falcon and Winter Soldier* sets up three different things in the MCU that's going to happen moving forward. Um, so I expect to see more Don Cheadle throughout this um, see this, this this series. Um, see what happens there. Um, I do expect to see some other, like, maybe if, probably not a lot. Probably just a little Easter eggs. Just like, because you still have to focus on Sam and Bucky. So, and plus, if Sam if Sam becomes Captain where does him and Bucky go throughout this entire... Like, they don't have their own movie lined up. So, do we get to see them going forward? Because I know Sebastian Stan has been at this for 10 years.
2: Team but, up and work on Bucky's list. He's got a big list.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Sam has, is really a grief counselor, too. So, Sam can help. But then, like... I like that therapist. She has no fucks. She- i
0: hated the therapist at first and then i was like oh, okay combat therapy never
1: mind no, combat- yeah <laughs> and like she gets it but she's like she i think she one called out like look you are a hundred and something years old you need to live all right try to do something
2: <laughs> i love when he was like why you got to be passive aggressive like that when she pulls out the numbers. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you
0: now <That>, i appreciated <laughs> the hell out of that <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is therapy, though. Like, sometimes you feel like you go into one of those sessions and you're just like, I have my battle armor. I don't want, don't make me, don't make me confront these truths about myself. Please, please. <laughs> it's good. I need it. I'm using, gonna use my stimmy on therapy because, Jesus Christ, I need some after this past year. I need, ugh.
1: Well, actually, finally coming out and talking about my mental health. It'll probably be good, too. And in bits and parts here on either podcast, depending on what episode you're on, it's, it's good to talk about, it, especially if you're a person of, a, a, man, a man of color, or if you're a person of color, you stick to that, Don't when to gender identify you. but specifically if you're a man and your own society don't, looks down on you speaking on your mental health, fuck those people, go get help. No. that should be like Sam like it helps Sam you need Bucky oh my god
2: do you think that scene in the whatever trailer it was where they're like both talking to the therapist at the same time do you think that's gonna be like an ending scene for the series like after they've finished everything that, they have a like, <laughs> couple
0: we have to therapy? Go to
1: couples therapy that would be great
0: <laughs> it's like I, I know, I know someone and then it's just them there, it's gonna be like their version of the freaking um shawarma
2: scene. Oh my god, right? Or, like, can you move your seat up? No,
1: he <laughs> <laughs> was like, You couldn't oh. you you like, do that earlier. I hate you. Like, fair, first, <laughs> Sam said it first, I hate you. Then later on, Bucky was like, Oh. <laughs>
0: I just can't oh, wait yay. for a moment for Bucky to be like, I hate you, and Sam just look at him and be like, I love you too, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we didn't even talk about Red Wing. How'd you guys like Red Wing?
0: Red Wing, uh, I'm, I'm about to start like developing feelings for a fucking like drone, and I'm gonna be sad the day that gets shot out of the sky.
1: Well, we, right? saw, we saw Red Wing in, in Civil War, so... I know, but I
0: didn't care that much like I do now. I was like, holy shit, that is such a fucking good co-pilot.
1: He was, it like, was used he, he, as like a throwaway
2: joke.
0: Yeah, this so, was like this was like he, Sam was flying with Redwing during this combat. Like,
2: ugh, I mean, I know they can't easily explain away a psychic link with like a fucking falcon, but like, yeah, he, yeah it's as close he, as we're gonna get. Yeah, and I'm like, you're cute little metal
1: fucking. Give like, it all the
0: personality. It deserves all the personality that a, a mechanical sidekick needs.
1: I remember correctly. Yes. They retconned Sam was technically yes. He did not have all the powers of Cap, but he did technically have a latent mutant ability where he can, or he can actually communicate with um, bear, with birds.
0: Yeah, latent mutant ability. As in somebody thought, "Hey, we need to give him something else."
2: <laughs> it, it was I like, still, one of my favorite scenes in was, his was comics was when. He was flying coach and then you just see like a pissed off Red Wing in, in the fucking cargo bay of the plane. Like they're like, Oh yeah, where's your bird? is it your bird supposed to be here? And it's just you see fucking like angry little red wing pissed off because In coach. In cargo. In the cargo. No, I mean in cargo, cargo yeah, plane. sorry. Yeah. And I was like, Oh uh, yeah, if I was that bird I'd be
1: pissed too. <laughs> Shit's freezing down there. You no, know, like I'm sorry. Like I might
0: as well have been following.
1: I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm like I'm sorry. You gotta have to. But yeah, um I think Ed Brubaker, if I remember correctly, Ed Brubaker was doing retconned Falcon when they was doing the um Winter Soldier arc for Captain America. Mm. If, 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 if he was there, he got retcon a little bit. So I would say like 2000. I am Six. so winter soldier is still fairly new in terms of comic book standards because he bucky was already dead for decades up until what's it that arc for captain america yeah well, and he was like
2: a kid when he died Yeah, or,
1: well yeah, he was a kid he was, he was a kid sidekick so he was a side kid that's what he was sorry he was the he he was technically the dick grayson Except for Dick Grayson was able to save himself while Bucky <laughs> did not listen. Got captured. Just, bye bye. He
2: got captured a lot.
1: <laughs> and now he's the Winter Soldier, so we don't think of Bucky that way no more.
2: So we do like that. That was a good, good retcon, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, that was like, I, I like the, I, I the retcon. I, and actually, I think in Brubaker's run, he, he made Bucky a team. When he died, so like it made more sense. Like, why Bucky would like it would be, like would be a actual when using the Russian term of a Winter Soldier for uh, terms of military standards. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I literally have that. Do is it on my fucking show? There it is. Found it. Captain America Winter Soldier. I have it. Yep. There we go. I was like, I know I have it. I know I fucking have it. Have all these got to? Yeah. So let's rank this episode. This okay. Opening <laughs> episode. Opening episode. We, we got, we got. They they gave us some good loving at the start of it. Some some nice good massage throughout the the rest, rest of the episode. Like we 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 we. It was actually let's take this to an opening course of a <laughs> meal. I'm gonna give it. And a solid 8.5.
0: Okay, that's funny. I was I was going to say the same thing.
1: The only reason why 8.5 it's an opening and with Benita, I'm on with Benita on this one. We have to wait to next week!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It was a great strong opener. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go for it.
2: Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I was just going to say the same thing. It was a good opening. It was a good intro to the series, and so yeah, I think it is a solid 8.5. Because it just, it gives you the info you need, like, the little bits of, little bits and pieces for you to sort of puzzle together yourself, but, like, also leave enough that you're like, I need more, please, now. Yeah. Stop making me wait seven days. Just stop it.
0: Like there was a lot of there was a lot of like offhanded exposition about like the world that they're in at this moment, but even though like even though it was this episode was littered with that a lot in my opinion i'm I normally forgive that stuff a lot when it's in the first episode because at least that means it's like okay, you guys are getting the major plot point stuff out right now to establish everything good like this this is a good starter, but from here, you don't need to like pepper and say it as much with um, as weirdly offhanded as a lot of the the setup is in this episode
2: yeah and I think like I know like the pandemic fucked up a lot of things for Marvel and their timetable but honestly like the shows they've released I think are really good to release during the pandemic because you sort of like you can't help but do the real world parallels with this like with what we're going through right now where you know we've lost at this point around the world what is it over a million people million
1: yeah half the population we
2: have half a million alone in the u.s that we've lost to coronavirus um and we're all just not even sure how to come to terms with the changing world and we really want things to go back to normal but we know they can't go back to normal so it's like yep. just it's very fitting but it's the same in this show <laughs> like Allow me. you look at the u.s government and they're like here's captain america look see it's all. we're all going back to normal here guys here's see look captain captain america yeah. right here another white man it was in that right moment back to normal
0: it was in that moment too where i was just like yep you know what this is gonna be that kind of show where it's just like it's so poignant because in in times of like great distress the government's gonna fuck us over yeah that's like, yeah like yeah there it is right there
2: <laughs> like hopefully uh you know the younger generations growing up watching these marvel movies will understand they're like oh the government
1: it's not yes. for you okay <laughs> they are for themselves they think they know better. <laughs> Fuck them.
3: Ugh.
1: Um, old white men don't know
2: better. Bless of men. the day.
1: Old people in general who still in the government don't know shit. They just don't know shit. And I'm not going to leave y'all with that. I'll leave y'all with this. <laughs> um... Georges Pierre did the French and the Quebec versions of his own character, so he's so far the only MCU actor who has done their own voiceover work. Dub, nice dub work. That's... I was like, because he's shit. The, what
2: was he? What was his name again? I Bat- I just keep thinking, like he was the kicker dude,
1: Batrock the Leaper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So nice. Solid. Eight point <laughs> five for pro on this. Um, on this opening episode, like I said, it's the opening course of a meal. Um, we'll get to the main course in five episodes. It's four. an appetizer. The appetizer. Good appetizer. It's a it's a six
0: course meal. Yes. Yeah. We're we're on the entry level right now.
1: It
2: has me excited about the uh the soup course. Mm-hmm. There you go. Or is it the salad? Is it salad first, and then? I think it's. I think it's salad. And it's then.
0: salad and then soup.
2: Okay, has me excited for veg.
1: It better be good salad. <laughs> there you go. Then we're okay. gonna get. It. it
2: was like seeing them cook, like the. Food. I'm like, I don't even know what food you're making, but I want it. Can you just plate me up some of that, Sam, please? Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they got the film in, um, uh, uh, oh fuck, Anthony Mackie's home, um, home of um, uh, Louisiana, Louisiana, you know, he got the good, the good home cooking. Oh, <laughs> I see.
2: Give me some of that Creole food.
1: Like, it look, that would look like some, uh, some, it like some red beans and rice. I I could get down some better red beans and rice.
2: I mean, you need to get yourself some beignets and not those Bennets that you had.
1: Let's not bring it up because I I, I I was good. <laughs> I was good this whole hour not thinking about it. But this whole hour of this recording I was fine not thinking about it. When you brought it up, now I'm back to being angry.
2: Look, if you haven't learned from this first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you need to talk about your trauma to get
1: past your trauma. And I'm going to pull a Bucky and change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the pen. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Where's the paper? Um, if you don't want to hear my Myrtle of um review, thank you for listening to John Contraper Robot. Remember, social practice social distancing. Stay safe, double mask up, and do something positive. Make your own podcast. Do a stereo app where you can just pick up the phone and talk with a random person anywhere around the world. and Do an uh, open forum podcast right there. And then um, make art, read a book. There's a lot of new books that's out. Hell, my brother just bought the library edition of fucking And I... Nice. Because he's spinning his stimmy. On shit that he wants And my black ass is spending my stimulus on That's
0: cause you're responsible That's all it is
1: <laughs> Well I did buy myself a um, A ring A signet ring that has a palm tree on fire
0: <laughs> Nice
1: So It's, it's it literally called Paradise on Fire so, um,
0: <laughs> I feel like that's uh, That's been my life man yeah.
1: no. <laughs> It is, it is, it is a an, it's affordable It's an affordable ring so like I didn't. I didn't drop. I don't get people who drop like hundreds of dollars on something. If it's not a, con, if it's not something that's reusable, like a console, a TV, shoes, I, I, I don't justify dropping. Hell, if you drop hundreds of dollars on a sex toy, you're getting use out of it. But on an inanimate object that you don't have no use on, I, 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 I don't see the
0: like i i can like i i can understand like the fashion aspect of certain things but to me i've never understood the the necessity of having to buy like you know expensive expensive like uh (laughs) expensive not use uh, not used pieces
1: not function, but it's like fashion over fun.
0: Like the the most I'll spend on like something that is like decorative or me
1: out with my
2: my statues. Collectors edition. Well no no
0: no 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 wait, statues and collectors stuff is different. <laughs> I'm talking about like jewelry and stuff.
1: Oh, okay. And I know the people are like, don't you got a shit ton of action figures? Like we all have memorabilia. But I think out of all of us, I am I am um, in five, in 4 years i will be 40 i do not care. I still play with toys. I have a Superman collect. I have my Batman Superman collection. I have my Ghostbuster collection. I have a Hellboy figure. And I have the invincible action figure. Do I play with my action figures? Yes. Why? I'm dropping money on something. I'm going to play with it. So, there you go. If you take anything out of this episode, I still play with toys. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And if, you, if I want to date you, you're going to have to play with toys, too. Right? <laughs> that's how it goes. Nice. That's, that's how, just how it goes. And when you say toys, I mean action figures. But if you I, knew, it,
0: I knew what you meant. I wasn't going hold on,
1: there. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, anyone who's listening, if you do want to bring the toys, that's, that's a conversation. You just can't spring it on a person. You're not
2: spaceman. You're an action figure.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best line of toys ever. But also, thank you for using, <laughs> using the word space. The Outer Worlds. Murder of Aerodanos. Murder uh, of Aerodanos. Um, now,
2: spoiler-free spoiler free review. review.
1: Spoiler-free. Um, now, if you played, if you listened to our earlier episode of October, because The Perils of Gorgon came out, I think I believe I remember I did a mini review on Perils of Gorgon, um, but I'll do I'll go a pre-summary on that one. That one is more. You're getting more lore on the base game on the Marauders, pretty much. All the enemies, these crazy motherfuckers who are killing, trying to kill you, for like no apparent reason. You find out in Perils of Gorgon why they're doing this. Okay. And and this is why Ashley Birch is like the now go-to voice actress in the VO game because her as Pravati is so awesome. Like (laughs) like you when she's in love with June Tennyson. And you really want to? Oh. You want to help her get to be with Juliet. Um, when, you, when she talks about and <laughs> if you don't pick it up when she's talking about asexuality and not being like sexual, you're not picking. If you don't pick it up, like if you oh. even if you're not in the know, but if you pick it up, you're like, oh, oh, like like you have to really spend time with these characters. And Obsidian do give you moments where you can actually. Have these dialogue with these characters I like Prevardi. um especially if you go to key places that is key to those characters as well. Like people, mm-hmm. people just breeze through the fucking game just to breeze through the game. And there's some people like like me who like to go through an RPG and spend like if, it's, if the RPG is 25 hours and you see I have 35 to 40 hours, it means I spend a whole lot of time talking with my sidekick, my um, yeah, my, my crew.
0: You were, you were enjoying all the side, like, audio dialogue and stuff that you're able to do.
1: Yes. And you get all that, and this an added benefit. And This is one of the few DLCs where they use their voice cast. Like, there are moments where Pavardy gets really scared, and you hear it in Ashley Birch's voice. You hear the fear in Pavardy. Like, you hear, like... And even all the crew, like I went through Perils of Gorgon with every class, with every crewmate in this specific, in a specific area that is literally you never think to see it in the outer world. Like mm-hmm. this is like something similar to you expected to see in Fallout or in Witcher, in a more human, a more realistic looking way. The scene in the outer worlds, which you get always this fun-loving, hyper hyper stylized action RPG first person arc. when you get to the specific part it's ominous it's very eerie it's horrorf- horrific They also put mm-hmm. it there but to hear the voice cast do that role just that, that for that the specific part and especially you can hear Pobardi, it's heartbreaking so it is really cool but when you get to murder of Aaron Danos, now if you play throughout the worlds you see Halcyon Helen she gets killed That's literally, if you watch the trailer, they just tell you that she was murdered. So, you that is not a spoiler. Literally, in the trailer, you're solving her mission. You're solving her, you're trying to solve the murder of her, the mystery of her murder.
0: Yeah. So, it's like if you're going to solve that, like that has to happen.
1: Yeah. And this planet is, Arrow Dallas is in the base game, but you can't access it until the DLC. And you have to be, and also, you have to be at least level 30 to access this planet we'll get fucked up. I shit you not. There was a mission I did on the on the jump when I said I'm not working for you. I was not paying attention. Dude you shot me. Game over. <laughs> what? I was not paying fucking attention. So I did it over. I hit you. I hit the um the main character but your player characters um uh power setting where you can slow down time. I hit it and slow down time. Didn't get killed because I hit it at the proper time when I said I'm not working for you. So, oh, nice. so be on your guard on, in this fucking DLC for Murder Aerodanos. Wow. Um, and also pay, okay. t- and pay attention. And to clues. You get a. They give you a weapon that can pick up that triggers that tells you there's a clue nearby. That you need to um think of it like the cat eyes for the witcher this is just the gun that you use to um to search out um evidence is it it is cat eyes right what the fuck was it
0: was it cat eyes i don't remember um, exactly what it was now well, that i think about it
2: it just similar- i think it <laughs> was something like that yeah
1: where you could like see in the dark and whatnot it, it is similar to um, that specific power set from Geralt, but... The difference Are
0: you is- thinking of the, the, the Goggles of Night from your character?
1: This is <laughs> a special one. Um, that's not
0: my one. That's a, that's a question. I wasn't a reference. It was a direct question.
1: <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. I remember the Goggles that I could see at night. This here is similar to what Geralt can define evidence of something that has happened before or leads you to a trail to get to the next area. Mm. so it's but the thing is though and i read an article on vg 24 7 they said you are putting putting a murder mystery in an rpg that you are controlling not only you but you're also your party mates it was like this is different from the witcher where you just the witcher or any other game where there is investigative settings but you have all the tools but you're this just like it's. They, I remember they said this is Geralt doing the investigation, or this is Batman doing the. It's different from that because you're in the RPG, mm-hmm. so they have to work in the confines of art. You giving you, they're giving you a murder mystery in an RPG, which is, in a way, unheard of. And I like that. Okay. Um. So you're you get all these twists and turns like uh, uh, pretty much a whodunit mystery nice um, okay. everyone has their own dialogue Oh and no, also nothing you're not on your ship you have to stay on the island where you're at on this planet
0: oh okay so it's like okay so it's a one planet like DLC
1: thing yep so you, you're there you cannot go on your ship you cannot leave you have to solve this mystery there like Pearls of Gorgon, you can go all over the map because they they send you to other places. Um, here you're. Everyone who who may have done it is on the planet.
3: Mm, okay. okay, so, so it's like, like they're like
2: Clue or like Agatha Christie type shit, where it's like the killer is here and I'm going to find them.
0: The very- killer is among one of you.
1: It's very <laughs> Clue Agatha Christie type of film. It's like they just like you know let's let's throw in some clothes, throw some Hercule Perot, let's throw in some uh <laughs> Columbo. That's just like it's every fucking thing in one.
2: Oh good. I can't wait. I mean Olivia, they're really good at being funny. Um I think the only miss game they have of theirs that I was like, this was not your best was that spy one they did alpha protocol or whatever obsidian i think it that? was called
1: because i
2: only years ago
1: with, i only equate obsidian with um all new vegas The Outer worlds helping with um Devil scrolls and fallout and then now yeah I guess, like i, I like I only equate them to two games uh and then whatever the hell is that medieval game that they working on
2: yeah I think I'm pretty sure it was called Alpha Protocol and I remember being so disappointed and I didn't even finish it cuz it was like um it was a spy game so you played a, a spy and it was sort of like I think it would have been better if they were trying to riff on the whole spy like James Bond genre thing um but they just didn't quite quite land it on mm, it like on missed that one. a lot it was a missed opportunity like they had some good stuff there where like for dialogue options you had a a status bar so you had just like 15 seconds maybe tops to like reply to someone's question whereas like most RPGs you're like oh someone asked me a question let me go to the bathroom or oh let me go grab some food while these people wait like 10 minutes for yeah, me yeah let me let me
0: look up the game fact real quick
2: yeah and so this one, they were like, Nani, you got to
1: You cut out right there. Like, You got this, buddy. Cut out a quick second. Buddy. Sorry.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that. My phone started ringing. My bad. <laughs> um, no,
1: I didn't hear it. I just heard you cut out.
2: Okay. I was like, oh, let me cut that off. Um, but I don't even remember what I was talking about because then my brain um, freaked out because it's like...
1: Dang. oh my god uh, also <laughs> advice for this um, pay attention to your character both Perils of Gorgon and Hero for Murder your stats and where you place them at that makes a hopefully diff- a, a, a vast difference um, between the both of them but more specifically here um, Perils of Gorgon Is how um, there's two. This is not a spoiler. You have the you have three choices Pearls of Gorgon, one to kill the other, like pretty much going siding with either one or have them work together. But it all depends on your character realm stats and who's in your party to help boost those stats and the, the gear you have. That's for Gorgon. Eridanos, it's your mental capabilities and what what traits did you give your captain to help solve the 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 better help the help you solve these murders. Well the murder, not murders, it's just a murder. But there is a clue style twist um, in the middle of it. That will go have you going like, and you hear them talking. This is um. I will just say it's not. A, it's not. A, I don't know if it, I can. Wait, is a spoiler? But it,
0: the question, the thing is, if you ever have to ask yourself, is this a spoiler or is it not? It's probably a spoiler.
1: It's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, but there is a specific part. There is. It's very clue style. And and it's like holy shit. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, and it, it will have your character running back to that area too like you hear it and you go like and you hear them screaming and then you hear gunshots and you you're literally like what the fuck is going on and you you're making your character run and then everyone's running with you and you get to there and it's like holy shit this is like clue like I got another murder to solve like one after another one after another it's like and you have and, and it's really cool as you go through this DLC, you have your own cork board of who like who you investigated, who's the suspects, and who were the unfortunate people who died. Like, who's this killer who killed Halsey and Helen, who are now killing people on your way trying to solve this murder? So hmm. it's it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like you think it's just one simple thing and then it starts becoming bigger than it is. And then, and then I um I'm at I'm I'm at the end game of this DLC and I got hit with a twist that I was like I did not see this coming.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: I pull a quicksilver. I didn't see this coming. Like he, he relaxed. Did you see that coming? But you didn't see that coming. Nah, I didn't see that coming, Quicksilver. I didn't see that coming. Like holy shit. Like I, I'm like like hyped to finish this off so I can give a full comprehensive thing and t- spoil it but it only came out this past week so maybe may i'll talk about it um fully um the differences between this the base game and of uh, gorgon enemies can invade a space that you supposed to be think you assume is safe so you can be in the middle of, like an area where there's like a group of rando NPCs just talking. Enemies can run up and start killing people. Okay. And these enemies have sl- um think alien chest bursters, but these alien chest chestburster- bursters are changing the mental wellness of these people and why they making them kill everybody. Well, killing people in their way. And you and and it's and it's and there is a scene. There is a clip. um, Even Obsidian said this is not really spoiled. This is something you will be dealing with. You'll see a woman. If you're on Twitter, they show a woman with a slug embedded in her neck, and she has this Joker grin on her face. Huh. And you will be encountering people with that, or you'll be carrying encountering enemies where those slugs are all over their body.
0: It's the, like the brain the, slugs.
1: And you, you'll, you'll, and I'm that is a spoiler by saying what are these, where are these slugs? Oh, okay. So I, I won't say that. I just say what was shown in promotionals and um, what you will be encountering when you think a certain area is supposed to be safe. Okay. Um, Your own player hub will be invaded by someone. I'll give y'all that full warning. It depends on how you get through that encounter, though. I'll give. I'm not gonna tell you how I went through it because that would be like me give me you a a guide how to get through it now no no no, no. i want to hear everyone's reaction how to get through that part
3: okay
1: i went through it more how i would go through it like like yeah that is so hit like. up desi on twitter yeah if y'all want <laughs> um i hear people saying they're recycling music fuck no i will tell y'all this the normal music that you would normally hear throughout the game, base game, is tweaked to give it an air of mystery, suspense. So, like, think of it when they remixed the Final Fantasy VII theme for the remake. Okay. Or, or they better equated when they remade Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat theme for the Mortal Kombat trailer.
0: Oh. okay. This most recent one?
1: Yeah. So, when you, you hear the Outer Worlds theme song, But it's changed as a, as a hotel, um, elevated music type of thing. Like, you you really have to sit there and hear them talk, like hear the music go. And then you, you, you hear it. And then normal ambiance song music that you hear when you're like out in the world in the bass game, it is tweaked to make it sound more menacing, more, Mysterious, like you, like you would in in a mystery movie or a horror movie. Cool. So I like the subtle the subtle changes of in the music in this one, and then the fact that there is clues. You literally have to look out for clues and everything, and um, characters, and it's like it it it's. I actually like this. I want, and the fact that Obsidian is hinting at a part two of the Outer Worlds. A sequel, if you will. Like, give me more of what y'all have done here in this DLC. Like, I want to know what the fuck happened to the ULD. It's their version of the military space force.
0: Are there aliens among us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I want more of this. I'm going to give this, um, tentatively right now, because I haven't finished it. Um, it's a solid nine. Ooh.
3: That's high marks. That's high praise.
1: Very good. But it gets knocked down a point, because there are... I'm on a base model PS4. And the Outer Worlds is also on PS5. um, So you can also get the DLC and everything there. I have not heard anyone, anybody having problems on the PS5 Series X versions of the Outer Worlds. But those who have uh, 360, I mean Xbox One and the PS4 like me... Um, playing this DLC is making the console run harder and I'm also getting stutters and um it's just more stuttering and the consoles being pushed harder than I normally will hear if I'm playing Miles. wow
3: so,
1: so even though we're getting they they did not scale back you can tell the console's being pushed to its limits so it's like this is like a good omission like oh uh, damn it, it looks like I do need a console. If, if, it's, the,
0: it's the warning signs of, like, okay, you're about to be extremely outdated.
1: Yeah, like, like <laughs> Nick, you can only do so much. Like, you can tell, like, it's been optimized for both generations. But you can tell, like, this would probably run smoother on a next-gen console. Oh, 100%. But I still, even those minor gripes, I still have fun. And I'm still having, nice. and we you know about my finish. I'm still having fun, and the reason why I will wait till May to give the overall arcing you know, when it's done. They include what you do in these DLCs in the end game of this game.
0: Oh, okay.
1: To show you, like, how the world in the world changed, um, in the outer worlds, and what happens with your your captain at the end of it. Captain of the Unreliable. And there are people who knows the previous captain of your ship that you will encounter in this game. That is my one spoiler. I'm not saying who are these people. There are at least one person you encounter who knows the captain of the ship and they want to know why you are why you the captain. And You have your choices on how to interact. <laughs> and just... Obviously,
2: I go with I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. I'm captain. Do
3: that. Nice.
1: (laughs) But yeah, that is so. That is our reviews. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you. Let me talk about gush about gold stars around, gold stars around, gold stars all around. Um, eight point five across the board for Falcon and Winter Soldier opening episode, the appetizer episode if you will, and then uh, tentative nine on the Outer Worlds murder of Aerodanos um i'll give the full review in may with the ending um i'm okay, I can see what the fuck. Is. um yeah so we're gonna nice go. We're gonna go i'm gonna finally eat my chicken that finally came but i'm still very disappointed on them the and cou- them bennett's the, the accoutrements that came with it
0: well, at least, at least you got your food, though, but yes, it's, it's unfortunate that it is not of the quality that is necessary, that is acquired, that they themselves bill.
1: Don't buy beignets from a fast food restaurant. Learn my lesson. I-
0: <laughs> and that is what we learn. That is the true meaning of Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I just need um, DJ Kelly. <laughs> I just need DJ Khaled to be like, congratulations, you played yourself. Yes, Vampian, I played myself.
2: Obviously, the Beignet U.S. agent is the Bennett. for
1: Sure. Yeah, here's the thing, though, and I think I think Mackey said Sam is a man who likes good, fine dining. You look at where he was sitting at during Winter Soldier. He was like he was like out in the open. Like they had they cut out a whole scene of him like at a brunch. That was amazing. pretty much. He was at a, he was having a mimosa. When he was no, next.
0: I was—he was all behind it. He was all over that table. I was like, "Yes, I feel it."
1: Like in the word, that would be the title of this episode. Cut the check. I'm taking I'm taking Anthony Mackey's phrase, and that's going to be the title of our episode. Cut the check.
0: There you go. Because
1: <laughs> I was like, "How the fuck am I gonna come up with a title for this one?" Because these are two totally different things: Falcon and Army Soldier, and a murder on a fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say cut the check. I'm going to equate that to that. But yeah, if you made it this far, I'm going to re- regurgitate what I said before. Stay, um, stay safe. Um, do something positive. Um, do something. Don't sit and stew in your mental thoughts. Do like I. You can do what I did. Open yourself up. And get a good talking to by your own friend. About To do better and be better. Because that's what we need in the world. Be better, is what we need. Um, do your own podcast. I would love to listen to it. Like um, our co-host, Kaylee Warmer, she has her own podcast called The Week Patch. Yep. that Shout out. Um, give Benita some love on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> her link is always in the chat. And give Christian some love, especially on Twitter.
0: <laughs> What's up, guys? Lama 7212
1: Don't sound too desperate. I'm helping you out here. Don't sound too desperate. Um,
0: well, I mean, you're like saying follow Christian on Twitter, but nobody says the name, so I'm figuring I say it.
1: I always put it in the damn description. <laughs> um.
2: Okay, so clearly, these two need couples therapy. It's fine. And just remember, therapy's good. It's good to talk about your feelings. Don't leave it all bottled up inside. And uh, stay safe
1: and mask up.
2: Be good to yourself and everyone.
1: Mask up. Um, and if you are, if you're lucky enough to get a vaccination, get that vaccination. Let's keep these passing numbers down. To have half a million gone, it's nothing yep. to be proud of. So let's limit the death rate lower, and make sure we vote out all these old people in the fucking senate because they need to be gone. Press on with pride, press on with purpose. I'm bringing that back, bitches! And live long and